Military life can feel overwhelming, especially during deployment seasons. At Team Pillar, we believe that a little peace of mind can go a long way. That's why we're proud that the 2021 Pillar Retreat Playback is sponsored by USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York. USAA Life facilitates members' financial security through a range of products and services, including life insurance policies with several benefits specialized for military families at no additional cost. Because wondering about your family's financial future doesn't need to be on your deployment to-do list. You can learn more about USAA Life Insurance Company and USAA Life Insurance Company of New York at usaa.com pillar. Hello, Pillar. I'm JJ Montanero with USAA's military affairs team, and I'm excited to kick off the deployment retreat this year. Uh, we've been be beside Pillar uh, since the very beginning and think this really is a, an impactful and important event. So on behalf of everyone at USAA, welcome to Pillar. Now, I would say, hopefully, when you think about USAA, you think about one company, and you don't necessarily think about a bank or an auto insurance company or a life insurance company. But in this particular case, we were able to connect USA Life Company as, uh, as the presenting sponsor here with Pillar and think it's really a, it's a great match. Uh, the Life Company is probably the smallest element of USA, but it's, it's a mighty team. And I will just tell you from working with those folks that they are excited to uh, support you one and, and be here beside you too. So, so on behalf of USA Life Company, uh, thanks for attending Pillar. Now, today, uh, typically, as, a, as somebody who, uh, an Army vet who got into financial planning and has spent really the last 30 years doing that in some form or fashion, I'll get the opportunity to, to come in and go to events and talk about various financial things. But this year, I got the green light to talk about something different. Now, but given my background and my comfort zone, I'm certainly going to talk and provide a few ideas or tips when it comes to money, but really I'm going to take a broader approach today. And so where did this broader approach come from? Well, when I left active duty some 30 years ago, I decided, you know what, I really like money. I like investing. That's the kind of thing that I enjoy doing. So I sought out a career in that space and I ended up with a company and uh, it, was, it, was, it was a financial planning oriented company. And after about six months and they, they thought, okay, you're probably going to make it. They sent you to the home office and you got to hear all sorts of inspirational speakers and, and ideas on managing your business and that sort of thing. And so one of those speakers was a guy named Doug Lenick. At the time, he led the, uh, the sales force for the organization. And he said something, and I'm sure I'm not going to capture all of it here, but uh, what he said, the piece that I still have and the piece that I've shared with my kids uh, is still with me these 30 years later. And he was focused, of course, on, hey, how, do you, how are you successful managing your business? And I think it's really a, an approach or a construct that is broader than that and certainly applies to deployment. How do you have a successful deployment well, there are a lot of different ways you could measure that, but uh, in this particular case, I'm going to use that construct and, and, and kind of talk you through it uh, and give you an idea of, uh, again, uh, one perspective, not necessarily just having to do with finances and not necessarily just having to do with deployment, but really how you approach your everyday life. 
And the idea being that if you were to divide things up, all the things we do that from, from morning till night, till dusk, from to dusk to dawn, what have you, you could divide them into essentially three different buckets. And the first bucket would be the things that you can control. So you own them, you can make sure they happen or they don't happen, or, or it's all on you. There, there's an element of control there. The second bucket would be things that you influence. So maybe you don't exactly control them, but with a little push, a little pull, a little bit of uh, uh, coaxing, you can make those things a reality or at least have an impact on what, what the outcome is. So that's the second bucket. And then the third bucket would be the things that, that you neither control nor influence. And, and his perspective as it applied to business ownership is, is by gosh, you've really got to spend the vast, vast majority of your time on that first bucket, the things that you can control. And I think that really applies on the deployment front as well. So what I came up with, I'll call it the 80-18-2 rule. So 80% of your time, energy, efforts, and when I say energy, I mean emotional energy, physical energy, brain power, 80% of that, at least on the things that you can control, 18 on the things that you can influence, and then two, it's because I'm not a, uh, you know, I, I'm a realist. I, I realize that we're going to worry about things that we can't control. There's going to be some energy expent there. So 2% on the things that you can neither control nor influence. So if you take that approach, uh, you can take that and, and plug that into, again, a lot of different parts of your life. And I think have a positive impact. I mean, when I think about my kids and the lessons that we've shared with them over the years, uh, I always talk about, hey, I, my kids know one phrase from financial planning. It's the idea of spend less than you earn and save some to boot. And they truly could, uh, if you met them on the street and asked them, that's the one thing they would take from it. But this bucket concept is also something that we've tried to to instill in them just because we can waste a lot of energy and emotion and, and, and really get drained focusing on things out in that third bucket. When in, in reality, we'd probably be better served to focus up on those things that we do control. So being a financial planner, I'm going to have to go through and give you a few examples just because uh, that's who I am. I know Sean Scatura, my colleague over at USA, has got some great sessions set up. He's going to talk specifically about various elements of life insurance, but, uh, but I, I can't get away without at least talking a little bit of money. So, so let me do that. So let's, let's look at a couple examples of how that three bucket concept might work for you. And, and I will start because they are the presenting sponsor with uh, a life insurance example. So let's talk about your life insurance. So as a military spouse, you may not earn income outside the house. And this is really one of those gaps as a financial planner over the years that I see most often. Because you don't earn income doesn't necessarily and probably doesn't mean that you don't have some serious economic value for your family. And so, hey, guess what that means? Probably it would make sense for you to have some amount of life insurance to protect the ones that you love just as the wage earner in the family would have it, so would the, would, the, would, the, would the spouse that maybe is not at this particular moment earning wages. So that, let's, let's take that and talk about it in, in, in the concept of those three buckets. So I would submit to you whether or not you have insurance and have the right amount of insurance is clearly a, a, a bucket one type activity because, hey, you could, if you decided that you needed insurance, 
to protect your family. You could take care of that all yourself. You could call up an insurance company. Uh, you could work with them, figure out what the right amount was, and you could apply for it and, and, and have that life insurance. So clearly bucket one. But there is an element of bucket, uh, bucket two and bucket three if we continue to talk about life insurance. So what about life insurance on your spouse? Some of the most heartbreaking things I've seen as a, as a financial planner are situations when, when the spouse kind of thought, oh, I'm invincible and uh, didn't go down the path of life insurance or didn't take a serious look at survivor benefit plan. And guess what? They weren't invincible. Something bad happened and they left their, their spouse and their family in a bad situation. So, but when it comes to the bucket construct, your spouse's life insurance, is that a bucket one thing? Maybe for some of you it might be, but, but for, for, for most of you, it's probably something where it would fall more into bucket two because you could talk to your spouse about the coverage, talk about the idea of, hey, we need to go take a look at it, the amount of coverage, use one of these online calculators and figure out if we have enough. And then if, if not, if you don't have enough, then hey, you need to go get some life insurance. Can't necessarily control it, but you can influence. So again, a, a decent place to spend time. Now, on the other hand, I'm gonna use current events for the next two, but if you look at uh, the, the, the stock markets, this year in June, we, we had the worst six months that we've had in decades. So we've been spoiled really since the Great Recession, since we pulled out of that market has been more or less other than at the beginning of the pandemic in, a, in kind of a bull mode. But uh, that's not been the case in 2022. So how would you look at investing from the standpoint of those three buckets? Well, my, my take on that would be is, okay, I can control whether or not uh, I'm making contributions to my IRA, to the thrift savings plan, to our college savings plan, whatever it is, wherever you're investing for whatever purpose you are. So that's one piece that I can control how much. I can control what type of portfolio I have. Is it aligned with the risk tolerance? Am I losing sleep over the last six months as I'm watching these things slide or I'm just driving on and thinking, okay, hey, my goals are longer term. Things are gonna be okay. I'm doing the right thing. I mean, only you know the answers to those questions. But again, your portfolio, how it's aligned, that your contributions, those are all things that are clearly bucket one in your control. On the other hand, uh, how much time and energy should you waste worrying about what's going to happen with the market? How much control do you have over that? Well, pretty virtually close to zero. I mean, as a consumer, you're part of the, uh, the U.S. economy, so maybe there's a small role to play in a prudent way. But uh, on the whole, what's happening with the market is something that you can't control. Another great example would just be your spending, how you spend money, your budget, how you manage the cash flow in your household. That's really a, a bucket one type activity. So again, someplace I would say where you should spend a significant amount of time because you control where that money goes. Oftentimes, and, I, and I've said this over the years many, many times, one of the most um, enlightening things that you can do is track your expenditures over a course of 60 or 90 days. And when you do that, you'll probably be surprised at where your money does go. But you own that, you control it. So I'd say that, hey, that's a great place to spend time. But in that same realm, what don't you control? And in, in, in today's environment, the, the, the headliner is inflation. So we're seeing prices 
that have really skyrocketed. I think the government, well, I don't know what they are right as you're listening to this, but, but I know over the course of this year, we've been up close to 10% inflation. So inflation that we haven't seen in decades. And uh, that's, again, is out of our control. But what we can do is, hey, determine how that's impacting us, where we might need to make adjustments, tweak our spending to accommodate that. And there may be some tough calls you have to make. They could be big calls about the, the type of vehicle you own, or, or maybe even I was talking about investing a moment ago, maybe to, to free up room to meet our basic necessities. We've got to cut back on, on, on our investing and knowing that we're going to come back to it, but just to make things work at this particular juncture, it's something we need to do. So, so again, spending, you've got a great bucket. One example where you should really focus and, uh, and an example of something outside of the realm of your control or influence in terms of the environment and, and influence. So, or in inflation. So uh, I, I think, again, I hope you can take that example, that framework and make it applicable to this coming deployment. Um, I've told the story before of, of working with someone who is a service member going out on their, on their second deployment. This was years ago. And uh, in the, 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 the line between success, a successful deployment and a failure fell clearly in that first bucket in the idea of, hey, I'm gonna develop a plan. There are things that I wanna achieve and I'm gonna achieve them and I can achieve them and I own that. And I think when you look at a deployment from whatever aspect you're looking at it, focusing on those first bucket type items, activities, uh, is going to be the key to success. And one of the things I really like about Pillar is that you're going to hear from some amazing speakers uh, this weekend. You're going to get some great ideas. And if you use this framework, you'll probably see that most of the type of things that they're going to have you focusing on are things that really that you can control and uh, that can help you have a more successful deployment. So on behalf of all 35,000 plus employees here at USAA, uh, I wanna wish you the very best uh, during this deployment and really throughout your military and, and, and beyond your military life. We are proud to stand beside you. Uh, this is a great example of uh, our advocacy in the community. And, uh, and to me, as somebody who gets to be out there and gets to see you and is amazed every day by what you do, I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here and I wish you the very best. So good luck this week during Pillar and good luck beyond. And remember, we, we are here to stand by your side, whether it's the, the resources we have at usa.com forward slash your military life or any of the things that we do on a day-to-day on -day basis. Specifically, I'll highlight USA Life Company. And again, thank them for their supportive Pillar and uh, look forward to seeing you down in the chat here. Uh, answering your questions. And uh, again, look forward to connecting with you out in person there. It's so exciting for me personally to be back out in the field and, and getting to interact and see military spouses around the globe. So it's, it's all good. So wish you the very best and uh, enjoy Pillar. Take care. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this playback from the 2021 Pillar Retreat inspires and encourages you as you count down to homecoming. We hope you'll join us again for this year's digital retreat for deployment countdowns by getting your free ticket at www.pillardeploymentretreat.com.